welcome to the Am I Cut Yet podcast. This is service industry, side station, post-shift shit talk. So release your brunch shift tomorrow, take a shot, and let's get this shit started. No, that's the shit, is that honestly, I love being a restaurant manager. And so much of being, so much of being a restaurant employee is being like, I had nothing to do with it, but I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry your food's overcooked. I didn't cook it. I'm sorry your table sucks. I didn't pick it. I'm sorry the special doesn't come over to the dining room. That's not my decision. So much of being a server is things just happen to you. But as a manager, you get to come through and be like, you get a free appetizer. You get a free, you know, you get a better table. And, like, you get to be that proactive, like, yeah, but our managers were going through like, Why you get a you? free $130 meal. Yeah. You get a free $150 yeah. meal. But that's Bullshit. the thing is like, you get to, as a manager, that's so much of the benefit is that instead of dealing with things just happening at you, you get to come through and be a solver and be proactive in situations. And like, you get to be the hero that comes in and fixes everything. And that can be a really intoxicating feeling. Yes. So I understand that concept, but also you get shit on all day long. You know, the last time that I went out to eat and had a really bad experience, I was pregnant with Cloudy. So that was four years ago, literally four years ago. And I went out to eat with Melody, my sister. Sorry. I'm back. So I went out to eat with Melody, my sister, and Danny. And I think Ella Jane was born, but she was still like a little baby in the carriage. Baby, 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 yeah. Like a little thing. So it was, you know, just the three of us, whatever. And our meal, like we had been sitting there an hour and our meal still didn't come out. Server came up and was like, I'm so sorry. The kitchen must have lost your ticket, which in the server world means I forgot to I forgot to bring that shit in. I'm really sorry. You know what? I'm, I'm a so server too. I'm sorry. I'm a server too. You know what? It's okay. It happens. Things and happen. the manager came back and he was like, all right, I'm copping your meals. Like, it's all good. Please, like, come back and see us again soon. And I'm like, you know Please what? God. Thank you so much. Because I'm hungry and I'm pregnant. That's the best way to just feed me. That's all I want. I'm hungry. I'm pregnant. Just feed me. Yeah. So, you know what? They bring us the check, and literally, our check was like five bucks. Yeah, you're drinking. And my sister, who's never worked a day in her life, left nothing. She literally paid the five bucks. Oh, my God. It is what it is. You have to be civilized. But you know what? But you know what? That five dollars was paid for. And I left like another 50 bucks for our server. Yeah. You know good. why? Good shit comes around to good people. Even oh, if it even if it, is real. Even if it was her fault. Real. Even if it was her fault that she forgot to bring in her shit. You know what? I just made her night, dude. Yeah. I just made her night off of uh, nothing. I didn't pay anything for my meal. I wasn't, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Hit I wasn't drinking. Deal. Absolutely it is. I wasn't drinking. There wasn't anything that she literally had to pay off for except for maybe the busters, the dishwasher, whatever. But you know what? If our entire meal was comped except for maybe five, ten bucks off of it, 
And like I said, Melody paid that five, 10 bucks. and didn't tip anything on that. Okay, cool. You know what? But I made sure that that server had a good night. Yeah. That's and you know what? Tomorrow she's going to go in with a smile on her face and hopefully get that same environment reciprocated. Exactly. Because it all comes back around. And I know... I feel like when I take care of people when I'm out and about that it comes back. I think the tip karma is absolutely real. 100%. I will never forget this. I had a family from Rockridge, which not a lot of people know about Rockridge. It's Where's Rockridge? North side of Lakeland. North, okay. north side of Lakeland. We're talking Super about chickens, chickens, cows, and horses. Okay? Yeah. Okay. And it was like this family of five. Three kids, two adults. These three kids are being crazy. Not making a mess. They're just being kids. I love kids. I give stickers out. You know what I mean? I love giving out Mickey Mouse stickers. It is what it is. They love that kind of stuff. With that being said, you know, they didn't make a big mess, whatever. They, they're, let's say their, their check was like 50 bucks. She handed me a 20. I was like, thank you so much. We had such a good time with you. That next time I come, I definitely want to see you. And that's really what it's all about. You know what I mean? If you can make that connection with them. Yeah, I don't want to say it's for the money because it's not about the money. It's about making that connection with the people and having them come back and say, hey, I want to see you again. Because I want to see you again, and I want to see you the next time I come, and I want to see you the next time I come. And if they come and I'm not there, then they're disappointed. When I, I don't go out to eat very often, but when I go out to eat, if I have a server that makes me feel taken care of, I'll, I'll tip you whatever the fuck you want. I'll give you whatever you want, like, because I spend my whole day taking care of other people, and to have someone just take care of me is worth the money it's it's just worth the money it's worth it and again so like again i'm just gonna bring this conversation back up and i hate to do it but it is what it is the generation below us not like directly below me not my sister's generation but the kids that are 20 21 22 years old right now who, you know, some of them are in the service industry and they're not. Some of them are not. And they go out to eat and they're like, oh, I don't understand why I have to tip this person $10. My bill was $75. Um, that person took care of you. That person made sure that your drink, drinks from the bar, like whatever came out good, your food came out right. They're making sure that, you know, Whatever. It doesn't matter. They have to tip out the busser. They have to tip out the cooks. They have to tip out the dishwasher. This, that, and the other. And they don't understand that social contract where, oh, I come out to eat. Somebody else is taking care of me. They don't get it, dude. And, and so with that whole thing, that's so true because I have a friend and we get into an argument. He, I have a friend that comes down like once every three or four years to come to Florida and hang out. And he and I had an argument because he was like, oh, well, if we have bad service, I'm just not going to tip them. And I said, so, so she paid to wait on us. You're kidding. Turn around. So she paid to wait on us. And he was like, no, she didn't. I just didn't tip her. And he truly, because he had just never worked service industry, he had never thought about the fact that if you don't tip a server. So 
if your steak was $32, you had a steak, nothing else, no beverages, your bill is $32 for the steak that you had. And you pay $32. $6. If you At the had, bare minimum. If you didn't have a server to pay, if you were not implicitly expected to pay your server, that steak would have been $42. If the restaurant... If the restaurant decided that they were going to pay their servers minimum wage and blah, 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 whatever the fuck everybody's talking about with raising the minimum wage, whatever, that steak would have been $40. And you would have paid $40 even. But your service, who gives a fuck? Not my problem. I'm making minimum wage. I don't care. I don't care if it's not right. Wait another 45 minutes. I don't care if you're having a good time. Because that's not my problem. My problem is to be respectful and get you your food. Again, just like you said, if I was making $15 an hour, I don't fucking care how your steak is. But if your steak comes back and you don't want it that way, I'm going to make sure it's made right. You know what? Let's say your steak is made right that first time. And you still only tip me $3 on a $70 check. That $3 went to my busboy who cleared the table and the bartender who made your soda drinks and is cleaning your glassware, in which they don't understand that. The people who have never worked in the service industry don't understand that. So I'm already tipping out this person and this person and this person and this person. So if you feel the need to only tip me $3 on a $70 check, guess what? I got nothing for you. I'm literally paying for you to eat out and that's the thing and everyone wants to sit here and be like oh well if restaurants would just pay their workers a livable wage okay yeah that would be great but you would pay so much more in the long run and quite frankly the reason that and I think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that we don't take vacations like other countries we don't take care of ourselves like other countries like their citizens do we work ourselves to the goddamn bone because that's part of American culture and whatever. But part of American culture is also when we leave our house, we want to be catered to. I want someone to come take my order and bring me the things that I need and tell me everything that I'm expected to do and be done with it. And I want to shut my brain off and be taken care of. And that is part of American culture. And that's great. And that's fine. But if yeah, you all up my sudden, soda. Every if I if I drink these two Dr. Peppers in two minutes, I want another one right now. I want one right, right now. I'm not your doctor. I'm not telling you that this isn't good for you. I'm going to bring you another Dr. Pepper. Absolutely. I'm not going to say anything about it. Completely, and it's completely unreasonable for me to have to bring you three Dr. Peppers in five minutes. It's so unreasonable, but we don't care. It's not my problem. I want you to bring me what I want. And that's the thing. And that's what we decided as Americans we want to have. And that's fine. But that comes with a certain level of you You have to tip me. You just do. You have to tip me. Because if you want me to work for hourly, go to any Walmart and talk to somebody who's making hourly. And tell me the kind of ambition that they have to solve your problem. Probably none, right? Tell, go into any Winn-Dixie. Find an employee and tell them your life's problems and tell me how motivated they are to solve them. No, boo, no, they're not. But go into a restaurant and have someone sit in your section and talk about anything in the world and your server is like, 
Oh my gosh. Tell me about your great aunt Mabel. I can't believe she would say that to you. Embarrassing. Not only that, did going back to um, what servers are supposed to produce, I was literally 10 months pregnant with Claudia. 10 months pregnant. I worked until the day before my birthday. My birthday was my actual due date. Like we, I had planned it out that way. But so I worked until September 12th. My due date was September 13th. I had worked the whole 10 months on my feet, busting my ass. You know why? I didn't get any special type of maternity leave. I didn't get any type of special um, financing, like, hey, here's a little bit of maternity leave money, like anything like that. It is what it is. Like, if I showed up to work, I got money. If not, then I didn't. So I was working with swollen feet. I was working with morning sickness. I was working because that's the only way I knew how to get money. And at the same time, like, I wasn't stupid. I was in school. You know what I mean? I was doing the best that I could. But it just so happened that I had already had a psychology degree. It just so happened that I made more money serving six days a week, literally six days a week on my feet, 10 months pregnant than what I would have been. Yeah, but that's that shit. And like everyone that I talk to, especially people that are back of house, everyone met that cook that's like, I can't believe you guys make as much money as you do. Every single cook that I've had that said that to me, I've said, okay, come train one shift with me on the floor. And as soon as someone talks sideways to you or some guest has something to say to you, you're going to realize this is not a job that you can do. Serving is not something that everyone can do. It's about organizing your processes and being incredibly efficient with your time. But it's also about letting people shit on you. Like that's part of serving and bartending is letting people shit on you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And being able to turn that around and being like, wow, I'm so sorry that your day is so bad that you felt like you had to shit on me. How could I make your day better? And like people think that you can like talk bad about that. Like, oh, what's your real job or whatever they want to fucking say. But at the end of the day, 99% of people could not do what we do in the sense of I'm so sorry that your day is so bad. You have to shit on me. So what can I do to make your day better? 99% of people can't do that. They do not have that gene inside of them. And so I think it's so funny when people want to shit all over servers. Like, what's your real job? This is my my real job. People are willing to accept the service of an industry employee. You should be willing to accept the price that it comes with. And, like, there are plenty of places that you can go to that are a kiosk or that are a window. And I want a Cuban. I want this. I want that. And you take your food and you go. But if you're sitting and you're sitting down and you're taking up space from someone else, you should be expected to pay the contractual amount for sitting in that space. All right. Well, let's talk about uh, the mobile food industry now. We have uh, the Grubhubs. We have the, uh, you know, pay pay for your food, but we're going to come and deliver it for you. And um, all right, for example. You come and, and you pay for this meal and that meal, and it's 25 bucks. Well, if you were to come up to eat, this meal and that meal is only 
let's say 20 bucks, but because you had it delivered to you, it's 25 bucks. What is the difference? What is the difference? You're paying that extra five bucks to have them delivered to you. So why is it any difference from you coming out to eat and having them clean up after you than it is being them delivered to you? Yeah, because the delivery is just a, a convenience fee. That's all it is. But that's what eating out is. That's what go, being, that's what tipping is, is a convenience fee. Exactly. Why is it any difference from you going out to eat and saying, oh, I'm going to spend, literally, dude, I've had these high school kids come in and they spend, all right, let's say if it's a, a buy one, get one Wednesday, all right? So you're getting 20 wings for 10 bucks and you order a $15 appetizer because you get shrimp and spinach dip and this, that, and the other. And then you get your buy one, get one wings and you don't tip me anything on it. Literally, you don't tell me anything. I have to pay my bartender still. I have to pay my busboy still. I have to pay my cooks. I have to pay my dishwasher, etc. And I'm taking my personal money out because you decided to eat in and did not tip me. What is the difference between you coming in and doing that as opposed to you calling in to Grubhub um, whatever the other services are and saying, I want to get this taken out. It's the same price. It's the same price. I'm still cleaning up after you. If you dine in, why won't you tell me the extra? Because you don't feel like it's mandatory. That's great. You know, good for you, but I'm still paying for it in my paycheck. But that's why these like Grubhub postmates, all this shit that's why it's so negative, honestly, is because as a to-go person, you're still the one putting in that effort, doing that tip out, all that bullshit. But the tip from the Grubhub, Postmates, all that shit, that goes to the driver, which is fair if you think about it in certain ways because they're the one that's having to drive through the rain and get the bag and do all the whatever. But at the end of the day, that's still taking more money out of the pocket of the person that's only making minimum wage to not... You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I go back and forth. We don't get any, um, as a server, as a front of house, whatever, they're not getting any extra compensation. They have a deal. Grubhub, for example, or I can't even think of the other industries. Can you name a few? Postmates, Grubhub, Uber Eats. Uh, what's the other one? Um Hero, takeout hero. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay. So DoorDash. 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 Yeah. Okay. So, all right. You're, let's say you go and you order fried pickles, chocolate cake, and 20 wings. All right. Your bill is. Sounds like me. 50 bucks, right? Your bill is 50 bucks. As a server, I'm making sure that. Your chocolate cake has the chocolate sauce and everything on it. Your fried pickles has your Southwest Ranch. Your, you know, this sauce has this sauce and your accompaniments, you know, ranch, celery, like whatever. I don't get any extra compensation for that. Like I'm making sure your order is good, but because it's DoorDash, whatever, I have no extra compensation. They have a deal, like whatever with management. But let's yeah. say your order is. If you were to come in and order that online, 
or if you were to come in and order that in-house, let's say your bill is 25, 30 bucks, you're ordering it from DoorDash or whatever, so your bill is now 45 bucks to pay for the gas, to pay for the minimum, like, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, minimum wage, I guess you could call it. Yeah, to pay their driver. minimum balance or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So they're making sure that they can make their ends meet. So that's the difference of like 15 bucks. So you call and make this takeout order. You're paying for that service. It's not a uh, m- mandatory thing. It's already included. You have no if ands, buts about it. It's already included. So why not? With the service industry, you come out to eat, and it's an oblig- obligated gratuity. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. hate to say it like that because it shouldn't be like that. If you come out to eat, your bill's 25 bucks. No, I don't want your obligation to be that $5. I want you to base your tip of a services I'm providing if I didn't make you laugh, if I didn't make you giggle, if I didn't make you have a great day, don't tip me that $5. Tip me three. Tip me the bare minimum. Just don't not tip me. So I was picking my car up the other day because I left it somewhere because I had been drinking the alcohol. And I picked my car up and immediately next to the place that I left my car, there was a Starbucks and I went in. And I was at the counter, and I was very hungover, obviously, because I was picking my fucking car up. So I go into the Starbucks, and this woman, she's at least 153 years old. She's at least forever. 153 is the bare minimum. At least 153 years old. And she was like, hi, I love your dress. So my brother died last week, and I was like, oh... So we're doing this. <laughs> All right. Jesus, take the wheel. And we spent probably 15 minutes before I even got to order my beverage. And she was just like, yeah, um, I'm this and I'm that. And it's a thing and whatever. And my brother died. And this is my life story. And blah, 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 whatever. And... At that point, I could just tell that she was someone that needed to have an outlet, and she didn't have it, you know? And and the service industry part of me was just like, give her the outlet. And that's the thing, is like, once you're service industry, you're service industry. And you can't turn that part of you off all the time. And this was someone that she was supposed to be serving me. She was supposed to be giving me a service and taking care of me. And I still turned around and I was like, well, how does that make you feel? And like still engaging her from an emotional receptive of I am serving. And that's what I'm, I think that people underestimate the level of that that a server has. It's not just bringing your food. It's not just giving you a check. It's not just having a fight with the kitchen staff about what a side of ranch cost. It's also about being that receptor that you need. When you're a bartender, you hear everyone's bullshit, everyone's therapy sessions. Like, you are the conduit of everyone's bullshit, and you have to take everyone's bullshit and give them back a good day. Dude, so two things here. I went back to work after having Claudia. 
I went back to work two weeks after I had been in labor. If I would have had a C-section, obviously it would have been a little bit longer. But because I could not afford to miss work, I had been in the service industry for six, seven years at that point. I could not afford to miss work like that. They didn't give you maternity leave. They don't give you anything like that. You know what I mean? So I literally had my daughter and went right back to work. Second point of that conversation, and I, I hate to bring this up, but after Kelly died, I took two weeks off of work. I could not afford it. I could not afford being out. And you know how many times I brought that shit out? Never. You never bring out your personal complications. Yeah. With a guest. Because you want them to have a good time. You don't want to bring up your uh, bad juju. You don't want to bring up anything like that. You want to make sure that they're having their best time, their best life, that they're coming out for this birthday party, that it's that person's, you know, they just graduated, whatever. Um, We're coming out because the Bucks won. The Bucks never win. The Bucks suck. Okay, go Bengals. Don't edit that out. (laughs) so with that being said how you were like you went out and the starbucks lady was like my brother died no absolutely not i'm sorry for your inconvenience like i have stuff like that happen all the time in my realtor like exploits you know what i mean like oh my dad died i have to sell this house whatever whatever i'm like i'm very sorry for your circumstances we are adults. Yeah. This is what we do. You're not going to come out, you know, whatever. You're not trying to buy a house, not knowing what the taxes are, not knowing that there's homestead exemptions, not knowing that, all right, you use your FHA. This is your first time home buyer's house. You can't use it again. Like, you better make sure this is what you want. You know what I mean? And which I do. That's my job. But... I'm not going to go out to the service industry and be like, (laughs) I'm so sad because my dog died today. And then the server be like, my dog died today too. And then I'll be like, okay, but I'm still sad. You know what I mean? Like, no. I'm much more sad than you. Yeah. No. no, I'm sad too. Trust me. But I'm going to be like, he's going to be waiting for you at the rainbow bridge. Yeah, you, that's the bullshit, is it doesn't matter what you're dealing with. If as a server, you're like, every single person in my family has died today, the guests can be like, well, I, my boss was kind of rude yesterday. And you have to be like, my fucking God, are you you serious? What an asshole. I swear to God, you're going to make it through this. You yeah. are so going to make it through this. And internally, you're like screaming, rip, bleed, doesn't matter. Like, you have to always 100% put them in front of you. And that's. Dude, I knew this dude who had a brain tumor. A fucking brain tumor. And he was literally like, I just got to serve. I got to flip tables because that's all I know how to do right now. You know what I mean? Like, that's all. He could do to make the income yeah. that he needed to be provided. And he can't make money doing a lot of other things. 
No, well, that's that's what he had been doing for the past, I hate to say it, but 10 years, you know what I mean? And in that yeah. past 10 years, we don't get health insurance. No, nope. absolutely not. We don't get any of the benefits that we're expected to get, even though we're providing a service to the American economy. And so he got this brain tumor and he was still going to work like, yeah, sunshiny day, Mr. Rogers neighborhood. It's a beautiful day. And um, he made it through it. He's still kicking it. He's still doing everything that he can, and he's still in the service industry because that's, I don't I hate to say it, all he knows how to do, but that's, but that's his thing. That's what he does. Bills. Yeah. That's what he's found to pay his bills. Yep. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. All right, that's going to wrap it up here for us today at Am I Cut Yet? Stay tuned. We put out a new episode every Wednesday. Like and subscribe or whatever. And have fun. Make lots of money.